don't go peeing on electrical fences. If you do, the surgery might be expensive. It might be expensive. Oh, don't go urinating on electrical fences. Cause if you do, the surgery will be extensive. Will be extensive. It's the comedy podcast, the comedy whatcast, the comedy whoa. Live from uh, the yurt on the property where I'm uh, currently renting. This is uh, this is the comedy podcast. Might not be the moment you were waiting for, but it is in fact the moment. I'm your host, James Hammond. How's it going? Holy shit, my computer says it's minus 23 right now. Minus 23, is that fucking possible? Figured you'd be dead if you were seeing that temperature. Oh, minus 23! It's just like the temperature every person who gets hit by sub-zero feels right before they uh, they get fatalitized or, you know, they get the fatality done on them. It's like, oh, what's that? Freezing. Oh, oh minus 23! And then you just freeze up, right? It shouldn't be that cold. Ever. Well, why are we living in these in uh, such cold places? Anyway, whatever. It's the Comedy Podcast. I'm James Hammond, stand-up comedian, new dad, and host of this lovely show. The whole point of this show? To make people laugh. Just to make you laugh. And also for me to possibly have something to go to stage with next time I'm on it. Uh, apparently there's some good news coming lockdown-wise. Here in Canada, there's still crazy fucking lockdowns going on. We're still living in a somewhat, somewhat not free state. People will be like, well, it's free. You don't go saying it's not free. I mean, we are free, just not free to... It's it, it, We are still free, for sure. Free to make, uh, you know, choices and decisions and whatnot. But uh, it's also, it feels like it's leaning towards the side of kind of, uh, you know, Nazism. Right? I hate it. I hate to be the person to, to draw the parallels between Justin Trudeau and Adolf Hitler, but, I mean, they're pretty much the same guy. Are they not? Are they not? I mean, one's uh, made bad decisions, has cost the country billions, and the other killed billions of Jews. I mean, I don't see a difference. I really, in, in, my, in my eyes, it's just they're... You just add the mustache to Trudeau, and he is Adolf Hitler, in fact. Um, is he? Dun, dun, dun. Is Justin Trudeau the, the secret great-grandson of Adolf Hitler? Coming up next on the comedy podcast. No, but I have heard people compare uh, Trudeau to Castro or Che Guevara, one of those guys. Who knows? He could be. I've seen these photos. He goes, is that, is that really... Uh, that looks pretty similar. You know, Trudeau. And apparently his mom went to Cuba, hooked up with a bunch of the dictators, you know? She was the dictator that weekend, am I right? Hey, oh, Trudeau's mom's a whore! No, I'm just joking. She... <laughs> I have no idea, but I, that's the that's the conspiracy rumor. For anyone out there who didn't know, that's the that's the rumor going on. Trudeau's mom went to Cuba, hooked up with a bunch of you know Cuban revolutionaries, and then uh, that's why Trudeau's the way he is. Right? He just can't help it. It's in his blood to uh, dismantle countries. Right? That's the thing. Right? As a revolutionary, when there's a shitty country in place, you gotta overthrow the the horrible dictators and replace them with you, of course, the next best dictator, of course. You know, it's obviously the guy in charge now is kind of shitty, but you got to replace him with yourself. Um, but if you're in a country that's already kind of functioning, the uh, the only way to do it is to kind of just dismantle it and go the opposite direction, right? Like, that's a, if you're a revolutionary, you go, ah, this country is just working too good. You know what? Let's destroy it and start again so we can have some kind of work here. But apparently that's why uh, Trudeau's uh, so, so crazy and fucked up is because his... Uh, Mom went to Cuba, hooked up with some Cubans, some revolution, very revolutionary ones. Yeah, some of the, the the most revolutionist, and uh, it's in his genes now. And he's just he can't help. He he's he's in Canada. And he's like I just can't help but overthrow it. I just, it's my it's my it's my it's in my DNA. But here's the thing: if he identifies as someone who destroys countries, then 
isn't it rude for us to stop him as a society, right? Because it's just it's who he identifies as. If he identifies as someone who wants to just completely fuck Canada uh, as badly as anyone possibly really could, then isn't it his God-given right to do it? Because he was born to do it, you know? He was like, hey, I was when I came out of the womb, the first thought I had in my head was, I gotta destroy country. And then I was like, why not the one I'm in? Huh? Am I right, Canada? Here we go. Anyway, it's not... I, I try not to get too political on the show here because I just end up ranting about stupid shit for long-ass times. But I don't know. I was thinking. I was thinking. I'm already thirsty. You know, it's not right. It's only four minutes into the podcast and I'm already dying of thirst. This should be... Should be in. By the end of this thing, I'm going to be like, help me. Send for water. <laughs> I don't know if I'll make it. But uh, yeah, it's uh, the podcast here, folks. This is what I'm doing. This is what it's all about. And, uh, yeah, it's a fun time. It's a good time. And, uh, for me at least. I'm in, I'm away from, uh, my wife in the morning. And, uh, so she, cause she's like, the days that, that my wife works, cause she's working now. She's a massage therapist. I'm really making that good coin. But, uh, on the days that she's working, I, before she goes in, it's just like, you know, that vibe. I, I know the feeling. Like, before you go to work, you feel like you can't really do anything. You know, ah, I can't do anything. I gotta work today. You know? Which is why the morning shift is always best for me. I get get the work done and then come home and do the stuff I want to do. But if I feel like I have to go work, or if I do have to go work, then you just go, ah, I can't get anything done in the morning. You know, it's just impossible. I'll just sit around and mope all morning and then uh, then I'll go to work. Then I'll come back from work and I'll feel amazing, right? But no, just, uh, it's kind of bullshit because she just complains about going, not, not, not specifically about going to work but you know that's what it is right she's just like why are you working today i'm like because you're making way more money i could go fucking work anywhere you know i got some jobs i'm odd jobs i'm an odd job guy you know i do strange things um as of now if anyone's got anything full-time comedy is uh, not come back is uh it's not flourishing at the moment so to speak you know some people are some people are flourishing hard i'm not really flourishing hard it didn't i didn't hit that a good flourish zone you know, you got to flourish. If you're going to do anything, you're going to have to flourish well. So, um, I missed a couple flourishing opportunities. So, you know, it's a, I'm not rolling in the big comedy dough. You know, I'm not. I mean, if I was anywhere close to famous, I'm sure I would have been canceled by now. That's the, the true sign that you're uh, doing something well with comedy. Yeah, yeah, I got canceled. Oh, really? I, I put a video on the internet and then I got taken down. Oh, you must be famous. <laughs> That's how it works these days. But yeah, it's been a while since I've done a podcast. I have felt fairly ill. I, I was sick for a bit of time, two, three days, and then my girlfriend was sick. Her wife, girlfriend, you know, we're common law. But uh, she was sick too, so I had to take care of her. And uh, yeah, if you're ever getting sick, make sure you get, and you're in a relationship with someone, make sure you get sick first. You know, because then you get to be the one who's getting taken care of. You know, but uh, if someone else is sick first, it doesn't matter. It could be like 10 minutes later. You're like, oh, you know, I'm kind of feeling sick too. It's like, I called it. I said I was sick first. You're going to have to hold it down. You have to. It's like the first person to proclaim sickness is now the one you, you got to take care of. You know, it's like the person who is, who is getting the most care. Because, hey, I've been sick the longest time. I, I definitely announced it. I announced my sickness. So... You know, it's, uh, you got to take care and it's, it's, it's a rule. It's a stand. It's a, it's a rule. So yeah, if you're ever in a relationship and you hear your partner just cough, just go, I'm sick. I'm, I am feeling sick. And then play it out for a day. See what happens. Cause good God, you know, a 
four or five days of just doing most of the stuff. It's uh, that's hard. I feel bad for not bad, but I feel the pain of single parents. You know what I mean? Like these single parents who just did everything themselves. That's insane. I don't get that. Like to cook, clean, sweep a floor, bring, you know, uh, entertainment to your child. You know, to, 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 to just to interact with it. You know, I guess the TV could just raise the kid these days. That's where we're at. Just put your kid in front of a TV, put on Coco Melon, and come back in eight hours. And yeah, you you you, you could go work a full day. Your kid would just sit there and watch Coco Melon on the goddamn couch. Because I don't know if you know what Coco Melon is. It's a fucking horrible show. It's like the first steps of brainwashing in our society. It's just like songs repeated over and over and over again. Row, row, row your boat gently down the stream. Merrily, 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 merrily. Life is but a dream. With just like, you know, the perfect family singing it. It's a mom and a dad. Generally a mom and the three kids. And then sometimes a dad's there. Dad came home from work today. Aren't you really happy? I think, like, nurse, it's nursery rhymes, right? But I think you need some realistic nursery rhymes these days. A bit more realistic. Because, uh, I mean, we all know they were kind of about messed up, horrible things that were going on in the world, right? You know, you had, you know, polio, measles, smallpox. Maybe there should be some COVID Christmas carols. Or, sorry, COVID uh, nursery rhymes for the kids, right? Because, uh, you know, you got to put a positive spin on it. That's... Merrily, 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 merrily. No one wanted the vax, but then they got it anyway. Then they got it anyway, and still they weren't allowed to go around and have some fun. No one was having fun. No one was having fun. Bill Gates put a gun to our head and said, "Take the vaccine." You know, like I don't know. <laughs> there could be new songs, you know. Fauci is a tool. Oh, Fauci is a tool. Fauci, 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 Fauci is a cocksucker. You know, you just keep going on with them. Who else is a, who else is in this whole thing? You know, just Bill, Bill Gates and Fauci. That's a, that's pretty much it. Now there was, you know, it's crazy during this whole COVID stuff, COVID thing, the pandemic. Yeah, is a uh, so, 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 so many. So many uh, rich people, you know, made more money. It's like it's that, that's. I feel like I ha- have to keep hammering home that point to anyone who's listening because I got like what eleven, twelve sturdy listeners here. Sometimes I hit thirty on it. You know, you, if you title the video well, you know, people will be like, "Ooh, I like the sound of that topic." But uh, eleven people—that's all we need, really. We could pull some fucking revolutionary shit, you know. Against Trudeau. Wouldn't that be ironic if we just pulled the fucking revolution against Trudeau? Considering everyone's like, well, he's uh, from uh, Cuba, the revolutioners. Oh, yeah, well, then I guess he wouldn't see this coming. Kapow! Revolution! Take that, Trudeau, you fucking sneaky bastard. (laughs) But, yeah, this whole thing, rich people. How how the hell do we stand for this still? Like, how the hell do people stand around, sit around, myself included, just taking it. We just take this bullshit constantly. We get the, the, the businesses and the fucking government all in cohoots. You know, the government making decisions that makes companies billions of dollars. You know, and it's just like, how do we trust these people? Or at least not question them. Very, like, you know, strongly. You know, question it and look in and be like, hey, are these guys connected? Is there any kind of, is there any corruption going on between big business and, uh, cor- and you know, government? And just at least look at that. If we can look at that and be like, then uh, with like an honest, an honest go, you know, because it's just, I feel like some people, you could, they could get hit 
There could be like big business and the government literally having sex like in, in a plane. All right. Big business and government could be having sex in a plane. They jump out of the plane, banging each other, right? With parachutes on. They land on the ground. They could land on a person right beside. It's crushing. Big business and government fucking each other. And people would be like, I just don't believe it. Nah. Nah, it's, uh... I mean, I see big business and government in bed together, but, I mean, do we really know they're banging? Maybe they're just, like, hooking. Maybe they're just doing some heavy petting. Maybe they're not actually hooking up. You know, it's just, you never know. It's like, no, they're hooking up. They're for sure hooking up, all right? Big business, government, been hooking up for a while. All right, and it's it's time. I, the, the the funny thing is 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 that when people don't question shit, when people go, oh no, that's a, I believe everything I've been told on the media, and uh, yeah, I have just a hundred percent faith in the system. I mean, I envy that because those people generally seem happier. You know, they're generally happier when they're not thinking about the fucked up corruption in the world. They go, oh no, the world's a great place, and I think the world is a great place. I don't dis- dispute that. The world's an amazing place. But it's uh, it's getting tampered with. It's it's amazingness is getting kind of fuggered. You know, is that a word? Fuggered. I think we should start saying it because it's definitely getting fuggered up here. And uh, you know, well, don't don't be so negative. It's like, yeah, I mean, you could say that, or you could just be like, don't be so realistic. I mean, <laughs> I'm not being negative, but there's a also, I got this cough going. <laughs> Hear that wheeze? I think it's from the asbestos in my house. I got I, I was looking up. All right, me versus asbestos. That's what's happening. I was in my kitchen. I looked up, and above the ceiling, there's this light, right? And the light around it's all this insulation, and it's asbestos. I swear to fucking God, I'm living in like a 1950s factory, surrounded by asbestos, just breathing in this shit. And I'm like, ah, oh, maybe it's not. I'm like, whatever. Two days later, <laughs> I got this wheeze, right? And I don't know how much of a placebo effect that is, because I've been in this house for like two and a half years. But the second you notice it. I started caught. I started feeling the wheeze, you know, and I'm like, am I, like, is that so, and it can't be a placebo effect. It wouldn't be just, my brain wouldn't just start making me wheeze to match up with the asbestos I fucking see in my ceiling or what it, is that how strong my body is? Cause I don't know. The second I noticed that I started wheezing, but I've obviously been affected by it or surrounded by it at least for like two years, you know, since I've been in the house longer, two and a half years. So yeah, you gotta... That's an interesting uh, line of thinking. If you didn't notice it, would if I didn't notice it, would I be wheezing? You know, kind of just like COVID, right? Like if right now, you know, anytime anyone sniffles, anyone's sick, anyone is anything, it's COVID. It's COVID. Everyone thinks it's COVID. You know, and then when you actually get sick, at first you're like, nah, it's not COVID. Then you are sick, and you're like, oh shit, this is COVID. Oh my god, this is the worst. Oh, oh. I'm sick. Ah, ah, it's the worst. You know, you're just fucking dying. I should have got my vax. Oh, God. Now I'm going to go get my fifth, sixth, seventh booster shot all at once. Just give me a cup full of fucking vaccine. I'll drink it. Hook me up with it. I don't care. You know? Get a dog to, get a dog to have his teeth covered in vaccine and then have the dog attack me. Just bite me 30 times with the vaccine on his teeth. That's, I'll take it. Anyway, anyway, they want to give me the vax, I'll take it. And that's how you get when you're sick. And then when you're done being sick, you're like, oh, yeah, I was just sick. I was just sick. Or you take that survivor. You, you see so many people on Facebook, social media, even in the news. There's news stories about how this lady survived COVID. And it's great. I'm glad people are surviving COVID. But it's like a lot of us have. We can't start publishing every story. You know how shitty books are going to be if we just start publishing every single COVID survival story? That's like 99% of the planet. 
you know, we're sitting here. Unless, you know, we're, we're there's a lot of room there for people to be writers now. Just because it's like how I how I survived COVID. Bye, COVID survivor. You know? And um, I'm glad. I'm glad if you've survived COVID, all the power to you. I, I really hope you keep on surviving it myself too i'm i uh but i mean don't write a book about it you know i was cost i, I was i had sore muscles for a week you know and there's long don't i'm not minimalizing covid it's fucking a shitty sickness right i know some couple people who've had it long term some people have died from it it's fucking brutal you know it's taking people out left right and center but actually no, i'm not left right it's more like left it's just taking out people left and maybe sometimes right and possibly center, but not at the same time definitely like, end of it, maybe left, right, and center sometimes, but not, like, all the time, left, right, and center. Whenever people say left, center, right, you never talk about behind you. You know what I mean? What's going on? It's, what's that behind me? It's COVID creeping up on me. Ah, oh, it's got me. Yeah. That could be a new movie, eh? COVID, the movie. It's just like COVID is the killer. People are just sitting there coughing. That's the whole movie. Johnny cough to hear that. But then people... Okay, that's the movie. People hear someone cough and then they all like kill the person because they're angry at him. They're like, hey, that person's going to make us sick with their coughing. So uh, let's murder him. Ah, lynch that person for coughing. You know, that's... That would be the movie, right? And then at the end, turns out it was just the regular cold. Yeah, that'd be the end of the movie. There's one person left. He's murdered everyone at the... At the ski lodge. You know, it'll take place at a ski lodge. Why not? And, uh... Yeah, they're snowed in. But everyone's worried because there's one person who's coughing. So they kill him. But then, of course, he dies and it spreads. And everyone starts coughing. People... But then it turns out it's actually nothing. No one even was, was sick at all ever. It's called Placebo, the movie. Placebo, the movie. This winter. Coming to a screen near you. Actually, it's not coming to a screen. It's coming to Netflix or Amazon Prime or an online thing because in-person movies don't exist anymore. But uh, yes, it's Placebo, the movie. Starring, who's in it? Stephen Baldwin. <laughs> As COVID-19. <laughs> oh man, that guy's one of the, the... I'll argue this to the death. Stephen Baldwin, world's greatest actor Right here on the comedy podcast. Who, if anyone denies it, you can't. What? What? what he's been in good, Fled. Fled's a good movie. Usual Suspects. Classic. Biodome. What? All? I mean, okay. Biodome was was, uh, was kind of weak. That's his one. That's his like one shitty movie. Biodome. You know. But aside from that, he's just putting out hot fire. Stephen Baldwin is just rah, 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 rocking that show. I wonder if he's in the Illuminati. Stephen Baldwin. Did he get invited? Like Alec Baldwin, probably. You know, but Stephen? I don't know. I kind of trust him. I go, nah, he seems trusty. He's like the trustworthy of the Baldwins. You know? What a great name that is. Baldwin. You know, you're bald and a winner. <laughs> uh, that's a lot of... Uh, that's a horrible joke. I'm sorry. Why am I even doing my life? But, okay, you know what's fucked up? We're going to space, right? We are... Not me and you, people listening, but... As a species, we are heading into space now, apparently. That's what's going on, right? And that's really... I find that hard to believe because we haven't figured out how we fucking built the pyramids yet. You know what I mean? We're like, yeah, okay, we're just going to build a machine that brings us to where there's no oxygen. And this machine's going to have oxygen inside of it for us to breathe. It's going to keep you alive, all that stuff. But we haven't figured out how to build pyramids. Just the way that they did the pyramids. 
Or maybe we have, but no one just wants to repeat it because it's a very costly project, right? But uh, it seems like, wh how are we doing this? Why? Why? Shouldn't we figure out how to like replicate some of the best buildings on Earth before we like just go to space? Like, let's bring our best buildings to space. I feel like we should at least perfect, you know, if not pyramids, gothic churches at least, right? Those things are pretty fucking badass looking. Maybe domes. We get a lot of domes going. But but we can't just go to space, set up shop on another, on, you know, Mars and, and have like a bungalow. We're going to go to a fucking live on, who's going to live in a bungalow on Mars, you know? Just the same shit as Earth, but up there? No, I want like better living structures personally right we gotta have you know i want to i want a, a structure where i'm jogging on a treadmill and that's running my lights and then every time i take a shit it operates my fridge you know or you know keeps it cool whatever it's just one of those buildings that like self-sustains itself every time you you flush the toilet or water goes down the drain you're getting energy from it you know and uh and it's all in a pyramid you know what i mean that, that's how it should be all right so let's we can't bring we're not bringing bungalows or a split duplex Let's bring a sixplex to Mars. Yeah, I'm going to Mars. I'm going on a four-year journey to Mars. Oh, where are you going to live? In a, an apartment building on the south side of Mars. Yes, it's just uh, the same as Earth, pretty much. In fact, crime's way worse up there now because there's really no jobs. So just a lot of crime on Mars. A lot of people getting stabbed on the daily. On these, and, and Actually, you know, one of the best parts about, I think, space travel is that there's going to be eventually really hardcore underground rap music from mars right you'll have people who live on mars you know but there's no economy right so they're just going around trying to make it through daily martian struggle you know daily mars struggle what up i came to mars for a better life but now i'm killing everyone with my alien knife oh alien knife is it different than a human knife who knows find out in the future hopefully you get there <laughs> hopefully we all get there together but um yeah that's just funny like what yeah we gotta have better buildings before before we go and like better ways to deal with shit you know you can't just go to mars and start a sewer system a sewer system on mars oh yeah we got a beautiful new city here on mars but shit still flows beneath us uh underneath us right where our drinking water technically should be going you know we just have shit flowing there now that's madness right so let's okay let's figure out i guess septic systems are pretty decent why do we stop that just have a septic system that regenerates itself you know goes into the ground makes some plants grow nice around you know, I don't know. I don't know enough about. I don't know. I don't know enough about shit to go on a shit rant. But uh, yeah, we're going to space way too, way too early. I think, and it's it's like we should, we we're jumping the gun. We got this technology, apparently. I don't even really fucking believe in the moon landing stuff, but I'm entertaining the idea. All right, I love the idea that we could go to space and travel around and. You know, eventually there'd be a Star Wars kind of scenario going on. I'd, of course, be Han Solo, obviously, because that's just who I am. Or, uh, I don't know, you tell me. James Hammond Comedy at Hotmail.com. Which Star Wars character would I be? Or send me a message here on the podcast on Anchor. And, uh, yeah. But, uh, oh, my goodness. This yurt's finally warming up. But, uh, yeah, I love the idea of space. I really do. I think it's amazing, but I don't know. I just don't believe. It's hard to believe it, right? Like three dudes went there once, or a couple of other dudes, and then we just never went back for twenty-five years. If there was that, that'd be like if someone went swimming, went in the water. All right, that gap in time for space travel is insane. Because you go, we took so much time off, so much time off. That'd be like if someone went swimming, jumped into a, a river 
or a lake and you know like or the ocean i was like wow this ocean is awesome for swimming so much cool shit down there but um yeah i'm not going back for 25 years it was just um no 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 unless you almost died right if you went into the ocean you almost drowned i could see why you wouldn't go back for 25 years so maybe there's some part of the story that we're missing out on right like buzz aldrin neil armstrong those these are some of these some of these astronauts must have almost nearly died right on the planet you know, maybe they all, maybe they all's got like, I hate to say it, but most likely sexually obstructed by an alien being of some kind, right? At least that's why they don't want to talk about it. They come back, they're all looking down like, oh yeah, no, I didn't see any stars. I didn't see any, any planets from up there. It was dark. It was dark. It was dark up there. I didn't see anything. Yeah, I want to go home. Uh, it's like, they look like, they don't look like people who've just been to space on an awesome space trip. If you ever go online, go to YouTube, check out the videos of the astronauts from NASA returning. All right. You see them beforehand. They're all like loving life, loving these, you know, they love the training for it. Then they come back and they're just like, Oh, heads down. They, they look like they've just been diddled. Diddled by some, some space aliens, right? Imagine the whole time they were just landing at Epstein's Island. That'd be amazing. I mean, horrible, really horrible. <laughs> the astronauts just land. Oh my God. We're on the moon. No, actually, this is, uh, yeah, it's, I guess it's kind of like the moon. It's Epstein's Island. Wow. Gotta have him marry him. He has the Mario music playing on loudspeakers all the time there. I don't know if you know that. I heard that on the streets. Word on the streets. Epstein plays nothing but Mario music. Or he did before he died, eh? Did you guys see that video of Bill Gates? Oh, my God. He's talking. He was being questioned on news. So funny. He's being questioned about his connection to Epstein. At one point, he's like, well, he's dead now, you know? He's dead. <laughs> the most callous, like, this guy. And I'm like, this is the guy we trust for the vaccine. This doesn't give too far. I mean, don't get me wrong. Epstein is not really a person a lot of people are going to shed tears for, right? But Bill Gates just sounded like, come on, stop asking. I said I was sorry for going to these dinners. I didn't want to go to these. He was talking about, they're like, oh, you went to dinner there before. I, I was trying to get him to invest money in philanthropy, which is a good thing. Okay, regardless of how you get the money. I mean, sure, he got it from whatever he was doing, sex rings, which, you know, underage, weird stuff. But he was going to donate that money to helping, to help, to, to, to help philanthropy. So it's like, he's almost like Robin Hood. You know, he takes money from the rich, he like frames them or bribes them and gives it to philanthropy. Isn't that a, a brilliant thing to do? We should all, yeah, thank you so much. Epstein's weirdness. Uh oh, where's my card piece? There they are. Thought I lost them for a second. Oh, sweet babies. Yeah, I'm I'm a dad and I still react probably a bit worse when I can't find my car keys and when I just don't know where my kid is for a second. Because I'm confident, I'm always confident I'm gonna find my kid. I'm like, yeah, I know she's around. She's fairly big. I'm gonna see her and say, "Yeah, there she is." Hey, Raina, perfect. Not worried. She's not. She's not gone. My keys. Those things can go missing for days, weeks. You know, they're a small enough thing, right? And it's not obviously. I'd be way more devastated if I lost my child. That'd be the worst thing ever. But I mean, keys. You just. It's. It's not devastation. It's just like a, a kick in the balls almost. You're like, oh fuck, because it's your own stupidity. Right? You can't, you, you really can't blame anyone else. Well, you try to, you know, who put my keys? Did someone put my keys somewhere? Did someone, who put my keys someplace? 
Did anyone, did anyone put my key some, I swear to God, if I find out who put my key someplace, I'm going to lose my mind and just snap. It's like, yeah, it was you. Oh, yeah, you're right, it was. It was just me. I'm the guy who put my keys someplace. But yeah, we have no one to blame with keys except your own stupidity. You can just go, oh, jeez, I, um, I just forgot. Forgetting. It's like, if you're not 90 years old plus, you really don't have a, a leg to stand on. Say, oh, I forgot. I just why? What's wrong with your head? Did you get? Did you fall off a bridge? Was that? Oh, you did. You did. Okay, never mind then. Fair enough. I mean, there is exceptions to the rule, I guess. For sure. Oh man, you ever have that happen? You know, you say something to someone like, "Oh, why did you fall off a bridge?" And you're like, "Actually, yes, I did fall off a bridge when I was seven, and I haven't been the same since." You're like, "Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry." You know where you say like a joke to someone, but then like they've actually experienced the thing you're joking about? Oh my god, it's the worst. <laughs> Remember once I was at the mall and it just stunk like shit. So, so bad. And it was with my buddy Jer, actually, and we're walking. And it stunk like shit in the mall, right? And then uh, my buddy Jer's just like turns to this guy beside him. And he's like, and I'm with him too. He's like, oh man, it stinks like shit in here. It's so fucking gross. And the guy's just like, without skipping a beat, he goes, my colostomy bag just broke. And we're like, Oh my god, that's brutal, right? Like, come on. Just like, <laughs> like, really? Your colostomy bag? You couldn't. And and Jared couldn't tell, I guess. You know, he knew it stung. He knew this guy was close. He just wanted to share the joke with this guy. He wanted to share the the fun time, right? But this guy, no, he he was the guy who was who was stinking it up. So. Yeah, I was probably one of the funniest one of those I've witnessed that I can remember. Oh my goodness. You know what? I don't know if I've said a single joke this entire podcast. And you know what? I'm probably not gonna. I got shit I gotta do. Guys, I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed the ranting. Oh yeah. Uh, did I have a joke I wanted to say? Yeah, Quebec. What the fuck? Of course Quebec is like the first place to start doing... They, they want to do a, a vaccine tax. They, they, they want to tax you for um, getting the vaccine. How, a question here for people throwing this idea around. If you can't convince people to take a vaccine, which is apparently good for them, how do you think you're going to convince them to pay for a fucking tax? It's not going to happen. Good God. Especially in Quebec. The French people, they'll find a way around it. They're pretty crafty like that. They're like, I know, I had this wine. I bought it for a business meeting. 117, 1700 bottles of wine. Marcel, is, is that, you're trying to write that off in your taxes? Yes, yes, business meetings. We had uh, three bottles each one. Three business meetings a day for a good year. I mean, it's not, we need, all right, there we go, boom. Pay it off, right? So the French are pretty crafty. I don't think they're, they're going to pay for this crap. Fucking vaccine tax. Hey, yeah, you got to get taxed for uh, not being vaccinated. Just take it out of, I don't know. <laughs> can I, can I borrow some money? Just take it away from the government. Jeez, you guys have been dishing it out. Now you're going to tax the probably the brokest people, right? Because you don't mean a lot. I mean, don't get me wrong. Unvaccinated is on all echelons of society, right? But you're going to tax, after this whole fucking pandemic, everyone's going to be broke as shit, right? And then it's like, okay, then we're going to tax you, right? Even more now. So it's just, it's another push just to get people 
to be vaccinated. And I was thinking this would be funny, right? Like, not funny, but it's illegal. Not illegal, but they don't want to promote anything that raises vaccine hesitancy. It makes people think about not getting the vaccine. That's a new thing that's... Uh, I know in the CBC they're doing it. They're not really putting anything out that would that would put that out. You know, that would make people think, oh, I shouldn't get that, right? So, I don't know. I forget where I was going with that. Fucking, I feel like I didn't get a really great sleep. I'm still fairly tired. Morning time. You know what, guys? <laughs> that was just a, a, I cut the rant off halfway there. My bad. I shouldn't have even started it because this is going to go on for another three hours and I've got time for this. All right, guys. Much love and blessings. Thanks for checking out the podcast. If you want to book me for a stand-up comedy show, hit me up at jameshammondcomedy at hotmail.com. That's J-A-M-E-S-H-A-M-M-O-N-D. Comedy, C-O-M-E-D-Y. Jesus. At hotmail.com. All right. Thanks for listening. Much love and blessings to everyone out there. Go out there, tackle a day, kick it in the balls, fucking own it. And uh, yeah, thanks for taking us in. Make sure to laugh. Make sure to tell a joke to people. Make sure to try to enjoy life, no matter how messed up it is. I've been James Hammond. This has been the Comedy Podcast. Ding-chicka-ding-chicka-ding. It's the Comedy Podcast. The Comedy Podcast. The Comedy Podcast.